No wonder I'm so hot. I have like one fucking sock on. Um, wait, I'm sorry. So having one sock on made you hot? Well, I was like, why am I, why is my body temperature, why is something wrong? You know, why is something off? And it's just that I had one sock on when I had, didn't have another one on, you know? And so like, it was just throwing my balance off. Anyway, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> Choose tater tot. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, um, I'm your host, Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Down with AT&T! Yeah, fuck them dudes. Um, no, for real, fuck AT&T. Y'all are literally the worst service that I've ever dealt with in my entire life, and that's what I had to say about that. If you, you know what? I could say more. And I'll probably say more sometime either this show or next week. But either way, y'all got smoke coming. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ooh, fuck these people, smoke man. Come. Um, Listen, every week you guys make fun of me for not being able to promote the show on the show, which I mean like saying my social media and everything. And I'm going to tell you why I always have this problem. I have problem with self-promotion just like many other creatives do because it's like the fakest shit you can ever do, which yeah. means like, you know, when you see somebody able to do that, you know, we're all taught in like, I guess this industry or whatever you want to call it, like media to that. These are the things you have to do. You have to promote. You have to say that this is your social media. This is all these different things, right? And I was just thinking about it today and I was just thinking about how I hate like this formula because like nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? You guys don't give a damn if I say we're on Facebook. I really don't give a damn if I say it on, we're on Facebook because that's how bad I am at, at doing it. And what I really wanted to say about that, what feeling it gave me is not one of like anger or anything or even resentment that like whatever whoever doesn't share or doesn't whoever fucks with the show or doesn't fuck with the show i didn't even think of that at all what i what it made me think about was that like you know i really do love all the people that listen to the show all five of you facts facts and facts shout out to you i, I really <laughs> love you know that there's anybody that would listen to me mitch claire and whoever else we have on the show like pontificate our wildest like thoughts and our hottest takes right but what i would ask for the people who listen to us is not that you know you would even share the show or that you like or subscribe or any of things like that what i want to ask of people who listen to this show is that if you don't like the show, I would wish that you would leave us a comment, you know, telling us what you don't like. If you like so the show, helpful. if you like the show, I would even ask that you would leave us a comment about what you did like. And like, even more than that, even more than just, you know, the exchange of what you can do for us, like, tell me like what you disagree with on the show. Like, tell me what you agree with on the show. Tell me uh, how the show makes you feel, you know? If it made you feel nothing, if it's trash, if it's 
the greatest thing you've ever heard? Like, that's what I really want to hear. You know what I mean? That's what would matter to me more than a download, more than a like, more than a share, would be to know that somebody got something out of what we're doing here. You know what I mean? That is just that this show is not just some vanity project and an empty gesture that like it's not just like every other YouTuber or streamer you've ever heard who just ask you for like you to donate to their Patreon or or give them likes and subscribes and everything. And you're just sitting there and you you're probably entertained. But what is it all for? You know, mm. the the idea behind the show, whether we succeed or fail in it, the the. The main point of this show is supposed to be, one, that you would either learn something or that, two, if you didn't learn something, that we at least made you at the very, very least think about something in a way that you haven't thought about it before or maybe didn't want to think about it in that perspective before. Right on. You know? And so that's what I want to say. Instead of saying, you know, if you like the show, share the show. If you hate the show, send it to your enemies. You know, all that bullshit I usually say. Because, you know, even that was my fun way of trying to make a horrible, like, self-promoting thing less horrible. But when I think about you as the people who actually listen to the show, that's what I want to say. That's what I want from you is that we can actually have a relationship throughout the show you know mm. and that it'd be more than just that all right um so yeah that's all i had to say about that and you know uh i don't know if and like yeah if you like the show and you do love the show you know don't be afraid to share us either i would say that but like that shouldn't be the priority i don't think likes and subscribes are the priority for me like for me the thing that would make the show the best show is if I knew if you liked the show and if I would, I would love to hear if you hated the show. I've said that like so many times, but like, don't really like, really don't be afraid to like write, Hey, you were fucking wrong about this topic. And here's why, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Tell you start conversations. Like, cause I, we be like, sometimes it, it frustrates me how wrong we are about some shit and we still like go on about it anyway <laughs> well that's how conversation goes sometimes like people like, be people be feeling convicted and whatnot and they mm -hmm. say things that they may not necessarily be you know the biggest professionals on and it turns out they found out he was wrong later yeah everybody I, learns like when i listen back to the show sometimes i'm like i argue with myself in the car listening to myself or on the train now i don't have a car anymore but like like if we we're if I'm listening to the podcast and I'm listening to myself say something, I'm like, you're fucking wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? Like I <laughs> wanted I want to comment. I want to comment. If only we myself. could get that live. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea how many times I need that. He thinks saying it out loud because he said it in his head satisfies me in some way. It doesn't. You I just fucking said coward. it on air. I just yeah, said that it doesn't on matter. This. That means nothing oh, come to me. On. You coward. It's gonna be on. Coward. Like, people are gonna know. They're gonna know. <laughs> they know anything. But no, I, I do agree with that, though, because it really isn't about it isn't about the promotion. By the way, you shouldn't feel bad about it, promotion, mm -hmm. but it, that's just how it feels. You're like, oh, it feels gross, right? Fuck, it feels like gross. But like you shouldn't feel that way. But it just it just feels that way. But nonetheless, it isn't even about that. It really is about like building a community in that mm -hmm. sense. Like the Mokin, if there is anything I can say, 
through what's been happening, through me and you, through me, you and Claire, even all our other guests and stuff and the future guests we will have, what you're doing there is building a community of people, whether they be like-minded or not, but a community where people can come together to discuss. Yeah. Whether they're coming from different viewpoints or not. We can come to the, we can come here to the Milk and Toast podcast and we just gonna talk. Maybe we don't like how it ends. Maybe we do, but the fact is we had the opportunity to freely speak and say what we had to say. My, so that's really what we want to build. My idea, you need that. My idea whenever I used to think about the Milk and Toast in the early days was that the Milk and Toast podcast would be like its own universe. And whoever like came on the show would become a, a toasty. So like when Sarah came on the show, in the show notes, we described her as a toasty. You know what I mean? We're toasties. Like that's what the toasties are talking about. Because when you come on the show, you become a toasty. When you subscribe to the show and you listen to the show, you're a toasty too. You know, because you're a part of this universe that we're ever expanding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of how I think about the show. Not that it's just the thing that it is, but that it's it's its own universe, that it has all these different characters and people on it that like as future like as you said, like future guests and stuff, like those would be people that would become a part of this thing that we're doing. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that's that's just how I think about it. That's how I think about the show. That's what I want the show to be. And that's, you know, that's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this is the first time I've ever clearly articulated, like, after 36 episodes, like, this is the mm-hmm. 36th, like, what the hell the show is about. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's so weird. And I have to do it throughout the promo part. But, like... I just hate promo. I hate doing things like that because I think this is why people hate it is because it's an empty gesture. It's an empty thing. You know, it's become so washed and so unnovel that like, it's such empty thing that like the, the reason behind it isn't empty, but the action of doing it is empty because like, Oh yeah, go like, and subscribe, blah, blah, hit the bell, bleep, 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 you know, all that shit. And it's just like, it doesn't like nobody fucking listens to that. Everybody skips yeah. ahead. I skip yeah. ahead. I skip ahead. <laughs> yeah. other, I literally skip when other people are like running Bro, down like their ads does. and shit. I do. Like, and I hate saying that because like I hope that somebody would want to sponsor us one day and that you wouldn't skip that ad. Not everyone skips. Some people listen, but like it, it is so lazy. easy to just be like, I don't want to hear that part because I'm already like listening. So why would I need to like. Right. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, listen, this week here, as you guys listen to the show, is the first week of Black History Month. So happy Black History Month, because I know you're going to listen to it. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. Damn, I wish I had that song. Black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all. Because I'm black, and I'm black. Because I'm black. I'm keeping it black. Because it's black. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Happy Black History Month. Um, do you like Black History Month? I love Black History Month. No, not really, but I love it. I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah, but I love it because it needs to be loved. But like Black History Month, you mean the whole goddamn year (laughs) as we have the rest of, but you know that, which is why I love it because it is also, and I had to learn that later on because it felt like such a, such a slight from the white community. 
here, we're giving you this month. No, because the type of black person I am is no, I'm taking this month, motherfucker. Right, right. But um, so it, it used to feel like a slate back in the day when I was coming up because I was like, what do you mean just the month? We're supposed to talk about it all year. That's the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's relegated to a month. But, you know, that's not what it really means. And that was me being immature. You know, you know, the reason they fought for the month so hard is because, especially in America, America isn't isn't a place just situated with one type of person. So it is nice to have that that time and space where you can literally say like, yeah, you know, this is about this particular thing. And for Black History Month, this month is about black people, our excellence, our beauty, our issues, our struggles, our weaknesses, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's really good to have that. It's good. And, you know, everybody's not like super consistent, you know, well, most people aren't as super consistent in being like as influential or as helpful as they can in terms of the movement and the struggle. But here's a month to be like, Hey, it's time to, it's time to, you know, get back into the swing of things in case you forgot. Don't ever forget. But like, Hey, there's work to be done. And mm-hmm. so in that capacity, it is cool. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a great thing. What I, what my critique about black history month is, is that I love black history month. I've always liked black history month. Um, one thing I really liked, one thing I really liked uh, from, do you know who Tom Joyner is? Tom Joyner? No, I'm unfamiliar. No, you don't know who Tom Joyner is. No, actually, I'm unfamiliar. How, how did you get to school in the morning without Tom Joyner? I don't I'm not, I don't, I don't know what that means. Cause... It means that like, if, listen, if you young, supposedly if you're my age and you black, like Tom Joyer used to be with your old ass black parents would play in the morning on the radio show on the drive for them to take you to both school and then take themselves to work. And you would listen yeah. to Tom Joyner likes radio show. I know there's a lot. There's more than just me. It's just Mitch. It's more than just me that didn't <laughs> listen to Tom Joyner in the morning. Um, <laughs> But like he's he's probably like my earliest imp- inspirations for like just talking. You know what I mean? Okay. Like the way we do now, because I I love I love Tom Joyner and the way he does radio and everything. And he's probably pl- problematic by today's standards now. But like you know, what you gonna do? Yeah, he he got rules. out in time, so you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you ever think about that? Like some some of our heroes, like they they quit, they quit just uh, yeah, they, enough they time left just you know? before someone <laughs> just could like mess it up. <laughs> Like, image all fucked uh, up, but like, nah, I'm out now. Yeah, now exactly. you find out about some weird crime they did. It's like, eh, well, they didn't do it while they had the show. You know yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only person, the only person that doesn't work for is OJ. Like, this is oh, the only yeah. person that doesn't and work. And obviously R. Kelly, but like. But that's because they OD'd. They exactly. went way out. Yeah, like, you exactly. can't just. Did way too much. <laughs> you can't do all, all that. All you had to do was say you was wrong, nigga, and try to take some steps to fix your damn life. But no, I Anyways, didn't do it. What Tom Joyner used to do. Which sometimes I think about doing on the show is that like every every day, every week would be like Black History Month to him. You know what I mean? So like he would give you he did this segment on his show that was called Black History Month Black History three sixty five, where literally every day he would give you a a little known black history fact. Like literally, yeah, you missed out on a great black education, Mitch, on your way to school. Don't um, you fucking black education shame me. 
I'm not shaming you. I'm trying to make you feel FOMO. You, I'm trying to make you feel like you missed out. It's worse. Is uh, that <laughs> fucking piece of shit? <laughs> Anyways, he did, uh, and like it was sponsored by McDonald's of all people. But like, oh, like okay. yeah, well, like real, back right? in the, in, like, the 60s or swear 70s? they do it for the community. They swear it. You know bro, I, mean? I know. Bro, they be trying so hard. <laughs> They'd be like, oh. We love the community. We give y'all minimum wage jobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah. So like every day, like you would listen to like a little known black history fact and it wouldn't just be like, you know, George Washington Carver made the peanut and some shit. I mean, like some days it would be that, but that wouldn't be the everyday story. And that was like amazing. I love that. And that is my critique about Black History Month is History Month is that they say sometimes the exact same shit every year. Like growing up in the South, in like I don't know how to say it. it's like hill, hillbilly schools. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's it. Uh, Deborah, Deborah, hillbilly schools. Hillbilly, <laughs> sc- no, no, no. That's not it. We there isn't a Deborah, by the way. Deborah was my imaginary person, but she said no. I don't she think you should say it like white that. Secretary? <laughs> of course, you got to be my white secretary. Yeah. The fuck you say? It's Black History Month. Not that's Deborah. true. Yeah. That's yeah, true. My secretary. The fuck. Fuck. Say something about it. Affirmative action, motherfucker. Everybody else would have been black, but I let Deborah. <laughs> Damn, that's a weird ass joke with levels. I know. Like, yeah, I took it there, got right? a lot like, of shit I didn't even need it. to go that far. <laughs> I was just, I, you know, how some, I'm an actor, so I got lost. I was like, damn, I can take it there. This Anyways, feels good. I like, like his power. You learned all types of Black history, like, facts from him. So shout out to Tom Joyner, you know, for Black History Month every day of the year. But, like, I wish that schools and other things, like, I wish that there was an expansion on Black History Month and that didn't just include, like, the civil rights movement and, like, uh, George Washington Carver making peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like, I wish that there was, like, more than just five things that happened during You, you want to know, Month. Logan, what's the big deal about that for me? Mm. Why that's the super huge deal? Because don't get us wrong, George Washington Carver is great. Harriet Tubman will always be great. Mm-hmm. We know greatness when we see it. The problem is, is this, they gave us specific facts, right? But mm-hmm. when did we learn, for instance, like the, the film that came out, I forget the name, but when, how, how old were you when you first learned that the reason we got to the moon was because of three black women? How old were oh, you when well, you learned that, that? Yeah, that was just, uh, I was too I don't know, old. I had to be, I had was to too be like 27, however long ago it was that movie came out. Seven, yeah. How am I in a science class from whatever fucking grade, no matter Yo, what time it is, yes. not learning about three black women who made sure we made it to the moon? Yep. You feel me? Yeah. There's so many unsung heroes and things. I mean, AC, we never learn about gas masks, traffic lights. Like, other than doing, like, really, really big things, for instance, those three beautiful black women, I, I am ashamed for not knowing the names by heart. But, like, other than not knowing that fact, a lot of stuff that modern-day people, Americans specifically, find convenient mm-hmm. Like the things you you take for granted, black people are also responsible for. We are. So now con- you're taking away the credit of us just making standards of living better. We are bro. convenient people, though. Like, leave it to black people to invent air conditioning, bro. Like, we're fucking hot. Yo, we hot out here, But like, there's, you know, there's the thing, plenty. I, I could make a direct line from slavery to air conditioning, which is like you outside in the heat all day. Your ancestors no, outside. It's, it's too easy, actually. Stop you it. Just it's, like, it's far too easy. Yeah, you go right to like, I'm I'm never being hot again, ever. Like, I'm just Bro, and I mean, it. the light bulb filament. 
So, oh, Thomas Edison. And fuck Edison, first off. Shout out to Tesla. He's a in any thief. Case, like, but the, he's Edison a thief. Edison is the thief. Super <laughs> thief, and which is typical, but we won't get on that. But then the filament for the light bulb, also a black person. So to actually get light bulbs in your home, because, you know, the ritual's like, oh, electricity, there go another one. And then, and then a black person was like, but you know what? People could probably use on a regular basis in their homes. I wonder how we could figure that out. Boom. You have electricity in your house now. You have light in your home now. Also, I would just like to say um, it's fuck Thomas Edison, not Con Edison. Please do not shut off my lights. That's all I wanted to say. I mean, fuck you for that too, though. But like <laughs> different conversations. Con Edison is the same company, though. It's like, <laughs> that's why. Bro. Edison. <laughs> yeah, bro. And that made me, it makes me, it's just like, and and here's the thing, because in history in general, mm-hmm. in history in general, you can get so saddened in the blink of an eye because you may have looked up to someone and then learned one thing and goddamn, bro. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, black history. Cool. I've been learning things. Oh, we we haven't done too many things, I guess. But we've done some cool stuff when it's really like, oh, shit, we've been doing shit all the fucking time. Right. And no credit given whatsoever until way later. Ridiculous. Absolutely unacceptable. It's just funny to me because I was thinking today about because I was thinking about how we were going to have this conversation. I was thinking about how like like so many different like ethnic white groups like the Irish or the Italians would be like, "We built this country." And it was like black people are like standing in the corner like right there just like staring like mm. like you know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> And that's no shade to those no, cultures none. because like, you know, they played their part in American history. Of but course. it's like even sometimes like the racism directed to black people from those cultures would be like, we built this country. And it'd be like, literally, like, dude. Like, like wow, <laughs> like, bro. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. And so, like, I think I do like Black History Month for that reason is that, you know, it is a month where we get to be like, listen, this is what we fucking are and this is what we fucking did. I just wish that Black History Month was a little bit more expansive, that it went beyond, you know, slavery in the 60s, that like, you know, like the rise of hip hop is black history. Kendrick Lamar is black history. You know what I mean? Like so many like of our black contemporaries are black history. Like fucking... Even Neil deGrasse Tyson is black history. You know what Wait, I mean? Why'd you say even Neil deGrasse Tyson? Cause, like, because I can't stand Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> but like, even he, like from episode one, I can't stand his ass. But like, even he is black history. You know what oh, I mean? There's so many people so that we should like exalt, not just for like celebrity sake, sake, but maybe even for celebrity sake. Like, Barack Obama is black history. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's. Facts. I Shout think people don't Obama. give him enough credit for being like the first black president, especially like in hindsight after like Trump is the president right yeah, after him. That's fair. You like, want to know something that my pot and he didn't he didn't mean it in like a bad way, but he was old school on that. And I feel like there's there's a there's that sentiment in like older black heads sometimes mm-hmm. where he's like and he didn't even say anything bad against Obama. He was just like, I'm still hurting the country. It doesn't feel as good because mm-hmm. I wish it was because, you know, Barack Obama is um, biracial. Yeah. So he's like, I wish it was just a, a full. So it's not even like a colorist thing. He just feels like it's bit, still a slight. Yeah. And no, no, no. Because it's not about it's not about how he looks. It's literally just. It's not colorist. It's mm-hmm. not okay. Of course not. <laughs> but it's not color. He doesn't care that. He doesn't care like yeah. <laughs> whether Obama would be. He could have been like the darkest skinned biracial person, right. and he would have been like, Why is he not full black America? Mm-hmm. What you trying to say? Black person can't be present unless they got a little bit of you in them. Which yeah, is yes. which it is, is which no, is the, that's deep, yeah. 
Yeah, there's actual, there's actual, mm. there's an actual stance there. Unfortunately, that's not how we think, and we love Barack Obama, and we love all our biracial, multiracial black people. Ain't no, ain't no separation, ain't no colorism. Y'all just as valid as any other black person, full black or not. Black is black, and black is beautiful. But you know, I think in terms of bringing up Barack Obama and why some people would feel that way, at least older people, because I don't obviously. But at least older people, there's still that sentiment of like we yeah. still being robbed. Like they're saying you're not good enough unless there's unless there's white in you. Yeah. No, and that I've heard would that. Be the problem. No, I know. Not that. there being white in you, the fact in terms of the position. You know I've heard saying? good takes about that. I've heard horrible takes about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what you. I mean? So like I, I do understand that sentiment and that feeling because it's there that like the at least with the perception that like, you know. Barack Obama is a biracial person and like mm-hmm. would he have been president if he was like as dark as me or you you know no, what it, I mean? it does beg the question so, even like, though to me it's funny because t- to be honest with you Barack just look black you don't look mixed in the first he place he looks black to me too especially he, does, he, he doesn't look mixed of, in the first place at all more time in the sun you know yeah he maybe, does yeah, brown yeah. up a lot he just like, got he just got decent hair as as we would negatively say and should stop saying you he, know what I'm saying he just looked Dominican hair so Barack is no longer it's not it's not Barack it's hey Barack. I'm not saying that. Como estas, uh, <laughs> amigo? Hey, our cover. Why would you are, say como? He is not Spanish at all. Like oh no no bueno no bueno no bueno. Oh, but hey, papi 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 no. papi. It's okay. It's okay. Dominican Dominicano. He's it's not okay, Dominican either. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. That is the like, funniest yeah, right, right. shit. That Barack Obama is secretly Dominican. Oh my god, that is the yo. Bro. That is literally the accidentally most funniest shit I've ever heard you say. That Bro, Barack Obama homeless. is actually Fuck. Dominican. Michelle, oh Michelle, they found out. Michelle, shit. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> the Hispanics are never gonna let me live this down. Let me find out that he got a chain under his suit. Let me find out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that okay, we is, have to stop. We have to stop. We've we'll crossed some lines. I'm pretty sure. Somewhere. Fucking wild take. <laughs> oh my god, we've crossed some lines, and I apologize. I apologize profusely. I'm just saying that, like, he had to be like the most perfect black person ever, and he's still like this. That's just a myth, and it's, it doesn't exist. But like in America's eyes, he had to be, and it was still wasn't good enough because they, right after they found like the most racist person they could find, and then made him president right after. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? So no, it's just it's like what happened. Yeah, it's like, like it's not biggest... even up for debate. That's literally nah. what ha- it's just facts, and that's the sad part. That's just that's not even an opinion on your part, even though it sounds like it. No, that is literally it's not. just a factual literally, statement. That's the Donald sad part. Trump in the eighties said that like he didn't want black people in his buildings and like Jewish people are like the best at uh, doing taxes, so he would never hire like a black person to do his taxes. Like these are th- like this is literally the most racist person you could find, and they made him president right after the first black president. Like this is like that's there's levels to that shit. You know what I mean? And there's Bro. levels to being the first black president in a country that thinks that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like, what the fuck is is he Kryptonian? Like what the fuck <laughs> is he? <laughs> that like he tricked everybody into thinking that like, yeah. Why not you know there is a, a person, comic book you know? character since you mentioned Kryptonian. Oh, we're talking right. about Black History yeah. Month. Shout out to Val Zod. Um, I forget which Earth he's from, but he was he was based on Barack Obama. Yeah, but he's it's Superman. Uh, that looks like yeah, Re- the black Barack. Superman. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. it. yeah, black Kryptonian. Mind you, 
they're Kryptonian, so they probably should be built that way anyway. But that's a different discussion. The thing that's always <laughs> bothered me, the thing that's always bothered me about Barack Obama was that like he's like any other president, which is like he does a lot of bullshit. You know what I mean? But we could never ever really talk about that because of all the bullshit that like the racist bullshit and stuff that they yeah. would just make up about him. And so we would always have to talk about that. We couldn't would you really like to talk hear about- my stance on Barack Obama and the presidency in general real quickly? Yes. I mean, like, I probably agree with you because like- No, can, no, you might you might not because we might- I don't know. Because I feel, like, I feel like we could never actually have a conversation about like things like- uh, maybe he shouldn't be bombing like third world countries just for the fuck of it. I'm, I wasn't. E- I wasn't even gonna take it there, and so obviously I agree with that. You know that, but yeah. as you know, my stance is trust no president. Can't really trust the American presidency, not because of them as people, just because of what politics is, American politics, and the things they have to do. Right. But think about that: the man who doesn't trust the presidency mm-hmm. and thinks, you know, technically it's kind of like a secret Colton bit. Out of all of those presidents. The only one with any shred of decency, for the most part, because, I mean, Washington and Jefferson, forefathers and all that, great, mm-hmm. they still own slaves, so fuck you, uh, was the only president with shreds of decency. They did a decency, lot more than just that, but yeah. And they did a lot more than just that. I mean, where does teeth come from? Anyway. Yo, mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but um, Barack kind of the only one who had any actual, like, decency. I mean, there's I mean, probably a few in there before as well. Like we can't, we can't really talk about Clinton. I'll let you have that opinion. I won't dispute it or not because that's your it's not opinion. A, it's not, a, it's not a rough like, one. It's not. Yeah, it's not the worst opinion I've ever heard about Barack Obama. But like, I, you know, what I mean, I, I don't, I don't try to moralize like politicians because you like, can't. yeah, you can't. Yeah, because I think like, it's I a problem for the record. But you that really is can't. a big problem. It's a big problem. Like unless they're like really doing some shit, I don't want to. Is that your smoke alarm going off in the back? Yeah, upstairs. You, you burning down? You should go check on that. I know. I kind of have to. All right, keep things going. I'll be right back. He says he always does that. He says keep things going. Like the show's going to just keep going on. Okay, well, we're going to take a short break uh, and stop like uh, talking about Barack Obama, even though it is uh, Black History Month. So fuck y'all. <laughs> fire. All right. We're back. Not on fire. Hallelujah. Anyways, uh, we should move on from from this topic. But I just think we're, we're going to talk about Black History Month more over the course of the month. Yeah. But, like, but I just, I just, yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I just find it interesting. I feel like even, I feel like maybe we should even talk about like an expanded universe of black history. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, I, def- like, I mean, but I'm going to, I'm I mean? going to start myself with the Black Panther Party because that's one of my favorite parties and Huey P. Newton's my favorite like civil mm-hmm. rights figure. So like I'll probably go do some more research because what I know off offhand isn't enough to me. And then we could go into that. And it's not even about because the the party even of itself had some issues, but they all do. At the end of the day, it's hard mm-hmm. to you know be a revo- have a revolutionary mindset and be building the way they were building, and you know not run into some issues. Right. But like I would like to touch on that briefly because it's it's so great. I mean, the fact of them defending themselves again in that mindset, women having a place to be empowered in the space. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a l- large percentage of leaders. I mean, Angela Davis, like amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Fred Hampton, all that. I would, I'd, I'd like to start there because like, you know, everybody always wants to talk MLK and Malcolm X, but you notice how the school books never want to bring up the Black Panthers though, right? 
reason never, for that. And never in like the never proper context or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about um, Malcolm, the dynamic between like uh, how Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King is always framed where like Dr. Martin Luther King is the peaceful one and Malcolm X is like the militant one. Yeah, and, even, and they like, put them at odds with each other when they were yeah. never at odds with each other. Yeah. They well, just dis- well, they I don't disagree. Know. Malcolm, Malcolm always has some spicy shit. To well, he says it's okay. a, he was like, honest, he, and I think I think King would have respected him for sometimes that. Sometimes would like call MLK like an Uncle Tom. Like, oh really? Like, I didn't know that. He, that ain't cool. It was close. Like it was. was okay, I'll, was I'll it that some, or was I'll it close, bro? Because if it wasn't that, like that's it wasn't just like, like specifically. But I'm pretty sure I can find a clip of him being like these niggas. Like you know okay, what I mean? So the like, only thing <laughs> that I'll say about that is because back in that day, like that is almost like how you spoke man to man, and if that's how you felt, you had to spit that shit. Like, no, he was like a lot more eloquent about it than I'm. I'm being right now, but like they, it, that's a that's a real thing. Like they had like soft beef bef- between them because they really didn't agree with some of the tactics yeah, but, and they but thought each other was both like detrimental to like the movement, but not so much that they wanted each other like eliminated. You know what I, I mean? Know, they, but it wasn't I, like still, that. I still think it's just the way it's been framed. Cause the same thing happens with W.E.B. Du Bois. And I always forget if it's Dubois, cause that's how I want to say his name or Du Bois. Cause he's mm-hmm. American. But in any case with W.E.B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington, they always put them at odds because Booker T was always on the side of, you know, you know, learn a trade and all that. And WB was all like, hey, well, learn, you know what I'm saying? Empower mm-hmm. yourself through knowledge, not just, you know, trade and stuff like that. And I always put them at odds. And WB says some slick shit. And I remember he the did, quote, yeah. like something, something along the lines of um, Booker T could turn a man into a carpenter and I could turn a man into a man. And it's like, yo, 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 yo. But even that. even then amongst those two, like, you know, that was them having, you know, you know, mental sparring. Like, hey, I had this to say. Say something back, bro. Like, come on, I'm trying For to bring real. people up. But it's always it always looks in his peg like in books as if like they were legit enemies. As if and I think it's a divisive tactic used because it's like, oh, see, yeah, if you're thinking one way, you can't get along. And it's like, no, those two people probably could get along. They just mm-hmm. disagreed. And you have to learn to be able to disagree with people and still move forward. It's something I, I want to say. I don't know. I think some of them might have had actual like smoke between it's, each other. Yeah, it's possible. Definitely but possible. I think that like <laughs> I think you're right. It is a divisive tactic. But I also think because like in the case of like Malcolm and Martin, like the idea that like one is good and one is bad is like definitely a divisive thing that they yeah, usually absolutely. pushed in schools and they yeah, probably absolutely. still push today. Is that like oh one is doing the right thing and one is doing the wrong thing? And it's like. No, not necessarily. Like even like when people were well-meaning about the depictions, like when mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of is like even Stan Lee when he like wrote the X-Men and like uh, Professor X is supposed to be uh, MLK and like Magneto is supposed to be uh, Malcolm. Fuck, Malcolm. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, apparently that was accidental. Funny enough, people we we look at it now because the the mm-hmm. um the 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 parallel has been drawn. But according to Stan Lee, act that was actually accidental. Influence definitely there, right? But apparently accidental. But even that, like that framing, still pits like Malcolm as the villain. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. Like Magneto is supposed to be kind of like an anti-villain, where like he's he's good sometimes, or he like has the right idea, but he's always doing fuck shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like it's so hear it out. It's here's my thing with Magneto. Magneto does the wrong thing. I have to agree because I would stop. I'm like, Magneto, you can't just go doing that, bro. Yeah. The fact is, 
he has the power. So yes, he actually can. And it would help a lot if his actions weren't justified through the shit that humans were doing to the mutants in the comics, bro. It, it would help so very much. It would help, but it is also he's still like in the wrong. So like that yeah, framing is like, methods, yeah. is like when we look back and we're like, okay, well, this is the influence and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, in so fact that it was like Malcolm in the wrong, you know, right? You know what I mean saying? And it's like when Malcolm says, you know, the spicy shit he's saying, it's not, he's not necessarily wrong all the time. And even when he comes back and he's like, we need to try a different approach, he's still not like trying to like endanger like the people that he stands for. You know what I mean? He still has like an attitude about him. So it's like the idea that somebody can stand up for themselves and then that be the wrong thing. Like the idea that you can promote like just defending yourself. And like, that's how humans are. Whenever we find that we can no longer oppress somebody, that's when our defenses go up. Mm -hmm. Or like we've come in contact with somebody who just flat out refuses to be like oppressed and wants to meet our energy level at their energy level. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a problem there because like, you know what our problem I have with the framing is that like it turns uh, MLK into a saint that he never was. You know what I mean? Like he's a highly complex individual and he never ever like advocated for like peace in the way that like means like you should just slaughter us all and just let that be that. Uh, like it was People always, trying to make him Gandhi. Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, like he's Gandhi not boy. that. Like he's uh, not that at all. You know what I mean? And like they always tried to frame him as if he's not, as if he's like all inclusive and he's not pro-black. Like this is a person that included in his speeches that, you know, I am black and I'm beautiful because of it. You know what I mean? Been so it's like, and I share times. that every MLK day. If I'm, if I don't share that, like Jeff, like every MLK day, I share a Jeff of MLK, like shouting, I'm black and I'm beautiful because I have to remind everybody, at least in my heart, I want to remind everybody that this is what he was doing it for. It's not just, you know, the same five speeches you hear or really two speeches you hear every every year if you're lucky enough to hear to you know what i mean so it's like i just reject the framing of like how history is told and i feel like we should think more critically about it but we should also like be more loud about it i don't know yeah yeah but what they did some because at the end of the day my, my my biggest gripe with how they did malcolm is at the end of the day, you can't mm-hmm. have someone assassinated over discourse. I don't care. Well, his own people assassinated him. Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, it's said. So, so it's said. said. I think it was no. inside. But exactly the point is, <laughs> people like to be like, yo, you know, he was so violent and stuff like Violent? Where? the It was discourse. The man spoke on his fucking thoughts. You mm-hmm. didn't like them. Yeah. Who the fucking exactly. who? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Regardless. They also do make me feel like I can never like be a radical anymore. Like, well, like being a radical plan. now, you have to be like Kanye. Like you have to be Kanye. You have to f- say like shit that like nobody wants to hear anymore. You know what I mean? You can't say shit that like means shit anymore. I don't feel like that's shit's radical. Like I hear, like I watch people on like Facebook now. Like they say like radical like communist shit and stuff. And I'm just like, this is going nowhere. Like you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, what does this fucking mean to anybody? Nobody cares. You know what I mean? Nobody's coming for you. The CIA is not tapping your phone for this bullshit. And it's funny because like our information is so like given to Facebook, but like the CIA literally does not give a fuck if you're like spreading communist propaganda anymore. Like they don't give a fuck anymore. Like I don't believe it. I don't believe it because it's like, 
They're like, <clears throat> to be honest, depending on like, who you we're are. We're better at Facebook than you are. Do we give a fuck about you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, it's not like they have, because, you know, and part of what this history has done, and that's why civil rights is still important, and I'll, I'll leave it at this, mm-hmm. is the fact that from that time, you know, and of course, and technically it's pre-60s, because civil rights has always been in our fucking heads since we came here. Right. Nat Turner was about civil rights, you know what I'm saying? Harriet Tubman was about civil rights, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the, the fact of the matter is, we've had a history of people having to fight so hard to do these things and not having much to show for it or as much as they should. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, a government doing its best to show you what happens when you try to take those those right. steps. Look at what happened to Fred Hampton right. in his own home at 21 years old. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like that is that is the the we are the remnants and look at what it's done to us. Look at what the history done to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, most black people ain't trying to no one wants to go to war in the first place. Most black people ain't trying to be a revolutionary mindset that has you going hungry when they can be a CEO off TikTok and make millions. You know what I'm saying? Like as sad as that is to me, that is just the case. So that is that is definitely like a product of the we history. We are very yeah, we are very comfortable with our condition. Which I want to switch topics for a second, but like that's that's part of it. Like that's what I wanted to lead into is that how comfortable we are with like uh, the way work is, capitalism is, and things like that. Like we all complain about it, but we're not really about that life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not really about, you know. Absolutely. Living a life where we're like, we're actually demanding that we are treated better as like individuals, as as like people who contribute to society and like saying that, hey, you eat because of us. You know what I mean? Not the other way around. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because so many of us have it in our mind that like, no, it is the other way around and they need to give me this check or I really can't eat, which, you know, in the reality of things in the big, in like in the small scheme of things, it's true. But like, if we all stopped working one day, which is what this pandemic showed us, they literally would still pay us. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and they did, you know, like that's what people should really think about is that like, what if like we just fucking never went back to work, even if the government said, Hey, we're not, gonna give you anything it's like okay fine we're just not like if everybody if like everybody who was a worker decided to stop working right and they also decided that we're just gonna run on a barter system on our low plebeian level that we'll just like oh we can't eat fuck it we'll just give people the bread for free at the supermarket that we work for because nobody's fucking working or eating or anything or shit that would like that would be like <laughs> they'd start killing people. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that would be some real revolutionary shit. Is that like, we just like held the line and we were just like, let's just take care of each other for the first couple of months because uh, they don't want to take care of us. So why should we take care of them? You know what I mean? Yeah. But what happens is they threatened us and then we felt like, oh, well, we need to go back to work. And then it's like, well, maybe the pandemic isn't that bad. Maybe they make it making this stuff up because, you know, and like that's how all the misinformation happens, which is part of the plan. You know, part of the plan is the misinformation because they want you to go back to work. They don't want you to think that you can just like get money from them, even though it's your money and your taxes, you know, that they're giving back to you. You know, and so people end up dying. People end up getting sick. People end up going to work. I shit. I I caught COVID because I was at work. I caught COVID because I was at work, and I was and there was like bad 
policies about COVID. Like the the government implemented bad policies about COVID. <laughs> People are afraid of where their next meal is because of COVID. You know, and so, yeah. and the misinformation that swirls around the around COVID because of like you know workers like not workers um because of politicians and because of like interested parties and things like that you know that also is why i got sick that's why you got sick mitch that's why a lot of people got sick you know and so what i was just like i was really going to talk about instead instead of this little rant i just got on to i was really going to talk about how like we can't even like work with with balance anymore we can't like i know this guy that i work with his arm is fucking shot but he won't do anything about it because he's like i'm not gonna take a week off of work i can't afford it you know what i mean but we lift heavy shit every day so i'm like you can't i said you need to at least put your arm in a sling please for the love of god and he he refuses to do it because he doesn't make he doesn't want it to look like he can't work so they send him home because he knows they're not going to pay him. And the sick days that he uses, he wants to be able to save them just in case he ever needed a real emergency or just because he wanted a day off that he can have a, a sick day. You know what oh, I mean? sadness, yeah. And so that's like, that's the fucking crazy part to me is that mm-hmm. we're at the point where the job that we're working even though it needs us to be at full health, we can't be at full health, whether it be like an injury or COVID or sickness or whatever. We can't even be at full health because of the threat of like poverty that the job imposes on us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, yeah, I've man. been thinking, that's been so heavy on my heart and my mind because I just watched this guy and he's like the nicest dude you'd ever meet. Like, I work with some of the nicest people and like he's like, I, I feel, I feel that pain. Like, they were going to take him on a run to like lift all this heavy shit. And I said, no, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. Like, they're like, are you sure you want to go? I was like, no, no, I'll go. I'll go. Like I was working with the guy that we needed to go on the run with anyways, but like he was going to take the guy I'm talking about because he's more experienced and stuff. But I was like, no, let me go. Because I didn't want him going knowing that he had like some fucking shoulder fucked up problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that to brag or anything, but it's just like, I felt afraid for him. Like I really felt like, cause we're like, what I told the other guy was we're men, you know, and men have egos to the point where we don't like to say shit. A lot of the time we don't Mm. like to act like we can't do something until like it fucking breaks. Yeah. And then we're fucked, you know? Yeah. We're just, we're just fucked. We, then we, then the thing that we were trying to avoid and we were afraid of happening happens. Vicious cycle. Yeah. Seriously, man. <clears throat> that is the state of things. That's one of the biggest problems, man. And that's why people try to fight so hard for, you know, wage raises and everything. Mm-hmm. The standard of living keeps increasing. But when's the last time the, the wage for living matched it in any capacity? That you know what like I mean? The 70s, yeah. Bro, and like it is a damn shame. Like people really can't like level up as best as they can. And you would think a society that says it wants what's best for its people would focus on that instead of yeah. other things. But you know, people don't care. Not really, at least. Yeah. And you know, there's always a reason why we can't. This can't be priority because uh, you know, we gotta we gotta think about paying off our debt. Mm. And 
dead. Anyway, I'm not going to get into like, the metaphysical. It's not even ours. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? Mitch has a talent for making me realize how fucking conditioned I am sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, I have to. I have to do it for myself. So I have to do it for I mean, you do it too. So, but it's like we kind of have to notice yeah. those things because we normalize, and I've said this before, we normalize so much shit wrong mm-hmm. with our society. We just think it's normal. It's the status quo. This is how it is. This is how it should be. Right. And it's like, no, actually, I don't think I don't think this is it, Captain. Uh, yeah. We need to actually do something. <laughs> You know, boat boat look like it's sinking. It ain't it ain't fully sunk, but I right. think I think we gotta do some shit to make sure it don't sink. I wanted to before we go. I wanted to have one last conversation. I wanted to talk about um, Neil Young, Joe Rogan, and Spotify. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, so I guess I guess it's good to. All right, we'll go ahead and start because I'll, I'll tell you what I was saying. Which is fucking funny because like. Maybe it's not a theme of the show, but we've been talking, like this show, I mean, but we've been talking about, like, you know, corporations and them fucking people over. And uh, I don't know, just like the fuck shit that, like, people in power do to, like, either maintain power or maintain their wealth or whatever, which is kind of a theme of the show. But, like, understandably, to me, what is. First of all, disclaimer, I don't know who the fuck Neil Young is. All I know is he sings and he's famous, okay? And I know that he's famous enough to have, like, his own, like, shit on Spotify and, like, people He's Canadian. He's Canadian? Mm Mm-hmm. Why are you fucking with Canadians? They're such nice people. Um, Anyways, that's the stereotype, at least. Anyways, you know why Canadians are nice people? It's because they have, like, us Americans and we're so loud and brash Right underneath them. That's it's why everybody as if thinks Canada we force is nice. them to deal with us and therefore be nice because you know our militaries are shared. Well, not shared. We help them militarily. They don't get fucked with because of us. And so well, we kind of have that relationship. We have to. We can't have like the no, biggest, we, baddest. No, we don't actually. We don't really have to. We just have to make sure we protect That's the borders. That's true. Haiti is but right there. We do. We do help. And mm. I mean, Haiti, Haiti ain't helping America for nothing, I hope. But no, anyway. I mean, like, no, I mean like... America don't help Haiti and like it was like right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, we don't have to at all, but we do. And, you know, they help us, I believe, in resources. But our relationship is, yeah, you know, we're the one with the big ass stick and they're the one Mm -hmm. like tagging along. So, of course, they're like nice. But I don't think that's why they're nice. I think Canadians are actually just nice people. But that is the relationship. What's a famous song that Neil Young has sung? Can you can you find? I'm that? doing my best. I'm doing my best to build my best. <laughs> you can find a fucking song. That All right. Bad. Um, this man is uh, famous for no reason. Like, let's see what we got. Neil Young, who's mode. What's the song we probably right heard? I'm gonna look it up too. Uh, I I see top listed on Spotify. My back pages. Journey through the past. All along the watchtower. Campfire, oh, which is that's on the him? bright. Oh, you know the song? I don't know that song. All along the Watchtower? That's the Jimi Hendrix joint. Or maybe he he well, he's old. Like he was around in the sixties and shit. So Yo, that's not really surprising. Yeah. Um Campfire know. with Drum and, and Neil Young. Oh, so he's featured on that, but that was off the Bright soundtrack. Mm. The Bright soundtrack was fire. Uh however you feel about the movie. I liked it. Some people don't, but that soundtrack was fucking fire. Um I mean, he's and got then a Birds. Lot. He's got a lot of songs. Like I just, He's I'm been just around too, for a while making I'm, music. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just too fucking young, I guess. Or I maybe suppose. uncultured. Maybe we should know Neil Young. No, Shout out young. to Neil Young. No, I'm just young. I'm going to say that because I'm about to turn 30, so I'm just young. <laughs> um, 
What you so guys like aren't what? seeing is Sarah in her natural environment getting shit done. Oh yeah, she's getting shit done big time right she's, now. Sarah oh, wow. said, don't y'all play with my baby. And in her mind, she said it in a black woman's voice, I think. But like... No, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I would not like that at all. It's not about you. It's about her. And I hope she likes that. You can get interrupted by like my great love life. Um, Shut up, man. Some of us are going to be lonely for Valentine's Day, all right? Be thankful for what the fuck you got. Yo, it is so easy to have a Valentine, okay? I'm Shut tired up. of this. Shut up. Just lower your fucking standards. You can I don't want to have, have a conversation. Literally anybody. We're talking about fucking Neil Young, okay? We could talk about Valentine's Day next week or something. Okay. So back to Neil Young. So yeah, I have no idea who he is, really. No, he's made apparently he's made some like classics and bangers or whatever. I I don't know. I believe it. I respect him. Respect him more respect too. I'm just he works hard in the white people music sphere, you know? (laughs) Um (laughs) I had to do that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. No, anyway. I don't know him. I don't know this anyway, person. Anyway, <laughs> apart from like one Jimi Hendrix song, because I fuck with Jimi Hendrix, but like, oh, okay. Anyways, so anyway, moving on. Neil Young is—he's probably a legend. He's, and I'm probably speaking like bad ignorance and like really down on him. But like, I am self-aware, so don't don't come at me. <laughs> um, so earlier this week, Neil Young says to Spotify. Hey, you know that Joe Rogan podcast you guys have? You know, the one with uh, all the COVID misinformation where like every week he says something that's completely false about COVID and gets like (laughs) probably millions of people sick and killed for it. Maybe you guys should stop doing that. Or maybe if you don't stop, I'm going to take all my music off the platform. And Spotify looked at him and said, we'll take it off, nigga. Okay, that's what happened. (laughs) Okay, so all right, all right. So the so the funny thing is, is I actually would would probably stand with Neil Young in terms of what his stance was, but in terms of like actually executing it, I could not because that's not the platform Spotify has. And like, how you gonna give how you gonna give a streaming platform an ultimatum about who they stream? When not Yo. enough people apparently know you <laughs> enough no, to care. Because this happened before. Be- yes, I under yes, exactly, bitch. That's Bro, exactly my point. Cause like who does he I just, think I don't he think is? The like, there. He's not, like- <laughs> Yo. Bro, I've had my like I just the basic premise is it's not that I think you're wrong, Neil Young. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering because I don't actually know. I'm just wondering if the bargaining power is there. It seems it would seem to me, as is the case with how this ended up panning out that the bargaining power is obviously not there. <laughs> so if you really want to remove your stuff off Spotify and technically remove an obviously viable stream of income for yourself, well, go ahead and do that because I'm a man who stands on principle, so I'll respect you more. <laughs> but just, I'm, I'm not I'm not thinking you really need to do that. It's like, funny to me. Like, it's an obviously serious issue, and I wanted to get to the serious part, but, like, it's just funny to me that uh, <laughs> Spotify turned to him and said, anybody looking for you? <laughs> said, Ain't nobody looking, looking for you, for Otis? You, Otis. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to see you, Ain't nobody Otis. coming to see Otis. <laughs> and that shit was so mean, bro. Like, because valid, he made but really valid true. points. Like we can't, and mind you, I don't have anything against the Joe Rogan podcast specifically until we start getting into. And honestly, the Joe Rogan podcast didn't have much negative to say really until we started getting into misinformation on COVID. Like there was ridiculous things, outlandish things, but then y'all started playing researchers and we're in the middle of pandemic, and it was like Joe, 
Joe, come on, dude. You don't need to go this hard. Like, like, mind you, so no one's even saying you have to agree with taking the, the, the vaccine, advocate for taking the vaccine, or take it yourself, Joe. It's just the fact you have a platform and you decided to spread misinformation about lies. the fucking like, vaccine fucking and COVID, bro. I hate that word, misinformation. It's fucking lies. Like, that's-, that's Well, the lie, that's yeah, the, the horse like, dewormer was much. They don't say, you know why they don't say lies? They don't say lies so they don't get taken down or they don't get sued. And I don't give a fuck, but like- <laughs> like it's a fucking lie. That's what misinformation was. Dead, just making shit up. Almost, misinformation. Bro. You're spreading misinformation. Like I know the word lie applies like intent, but like mis like to misinform means to purposefully lie. Like you're still saying the same shit. Well, wait, 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 wait. Don't take it that far. Because why not? Because well, I'm just speaking in terms of like getting closer to the actual definition of misinformation, mm-hmm. and a person spreading misinformation is as easy as the as them just being misinformed. No, there's a distinction between misinformation and disinformation. And like this great girl that was on Instagram, her name is I don't even remember. Let me see if I can don't bring her up. Pull you don't her remember up. her name? How are you going to give a shout out to somebody and then don't remember the shout out? Because. I actually love this person because I hate conspiracy theories and like her whole shtick is like anti-conspiracy theories. And she does it on like TikTok and um, what's the other one? Instagram. Um, I'm mad you said what's the other one like you was 50. I know you noticed you did that. Like I'm, I, I'm not letting you get I'm away getting, with it. I'm getting old, Mitch. Wow. Her wow, name's okay. her name's Abby Richards, and she's a TikToker, and she's a like an Instagrammer, and like she's like an influencer. But like all she does is anti conspiracy theories, and like she had like this whole spiel about what's the difference between misinformation and dif- disinformation, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember the whole spiel, so you should like look her up and let her tell you. But however, the difference between the two is one is when somebody actively spreads something that they're not true in order to further an agenda. And the other is when somebody takes that same information that the person with the agenda had, and then they spread that information in a poor, like they spread that information to, what's the word? Uh, Just because they're ignorant about the information and they heard it from that person, you know? And so one is like, somebody actively giving you a virus and the other is like somebody just sneezing on you act accidentally and giving you the virus, you know, kind of like COVID and Joe Rogan. So (laughs) (laughs) so, points made. Okay. Please carry on. (laughs) So that's what I mean. Like it's all just lies. It's all shit. That's false. It's not real. And Neil Young has a. I hate when this happens. Like somebody has a real point, but they're just like they don't it's have. Like the, it, they, I don't it's know. Like, you're not that guy, pal. Like you're, their you're ridiculousness like overshadows their point. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like if Neil Young took his music off of Spotify, who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Um, I know. I just lost you. Don't don't worry. Okay, I I care Neil Young, artist to artist, I guess. <laughs> no, I care. I care. Just <laughs> I care. no. It's just. I mean, like, I understand like where he was going with it. I, I, I think I would understand more if like Kendrick or Drake did it. But like, I understand what he was going for. Like, even if like fucking Flowrider did it, like I would understand. Like, I mean, like. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> 
It's got a lot of hits, man. Like, <laughs> yo, valid, 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 valid. But like Neil Young, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he goes hard in the paint on Spotify, bro. Bro, I'm low. So we got to commit. Maybe for next week, we got <laughs> we got to listen to we got to listen to like one early album. And see how we come back. Be like, and maybe then we'll be like, yo. I bet Yo, if y'all slapped. let Neil take his music off, fuck y'all. No, man. I think his music probably is really good. If he's got all on the Watchtower, like, he's probably got some real bangers. But, like, are they certain? Like, is the demographic that he caters to on Spotify? <laughs> like, that's Spotify's point. Is that, like... And that's what I hate. Is that, like, okay, if I want to be serious and I want to really say what I hate about this whole shit. Is that... Yes, yes, it's very silly for this man who, like, nobody cares about anymore to be, like, take me off or, like, take the guy who's, like, really killing people out here off, right? But Spotify, as a company, literally made the decision that, like, no, nah, fuck you, we like the disinformation. Like, we, like, <laughs> like they made that decision. Like, it's... Those, and, oh, okay. And, like, because the Neil Young thing is so silly, like, Spotify gets away with being like, nah, we kind of vibe with the shit where, like, y'all don't know what the fuck is going on because of COVID. Like, we're in the middle of a public health crisis, and, like, Spotify is like, yeah, we like that shit as long as it makes us cash. Like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That that is a valid. That is the truth. It like, was, it wasn't about up. like it wasn't um, about Neil or Joe. It was just about the money. Yeah, but like he forced a like a multi billion dollar company to literally admit out loud that misinformation and disinformation is profitable. Like I, that's the oh, whole. Well, I guess that like that's the true. whole yeah. argument against what Joe Rogan is doing is that he's making a profit off of this shit. You know what I mean? Like he's making like. His, his shit ain't for free. He's got an exclusive deal with, with Spotify. That's why no, Neil no. Young... Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. why he targeted Joe Rogan, is that he has an exclusive deal where Spotify literally pays him directly, and they've paid him like half a million, half a billion dollars, damn near, to have just his podcast and exclusive rights to his podcast because his podcast is so big and so many people listen to it. Like, this isn't small shit. Like, literally millions of people, like, listen to Joe Rogan and they listen to him tell, like, fucking lies about the pandemic just because, like, Joe Rogan feels like that's what his audience wants to hear. Like, on one... Like, there's a conspiracy theory element to the Joe Rogan show that, like that his fans do tune in to hear outlandish shit. And there was a time where at the beginning of the pandemic, I've even heard other people say it, like he was having credible people on the show, but then it kind of like moved away from that as the pandemic went on. And I yeah. think it's because he has like an audience and a market that he looks at and he's like, no, these people want conspiracy theories and shit, which in one in, in one sense, I hate conspiracy theories, but I also have to think about, you know, what's the market behind them and that this is a fucking, like, industry. You know what I mean? That people make money off of making conspiracy theories and they make money off of spreading conspiracy theories. And, mm-hmm. like, like, that's the conspiracy behind the conspiracy theories is that, like, people are actually making money off of telling you stories. You know what I mean? Which is, like, anything else, but it's, like, the pseudo factual story that people are trying to sell you. And Joe Rogan, I think makes money off of that better than anybody else in the world. You know what I mean? 
Mm. And the fact that Neil Young is like calling this out and then Spotify is like, nah, fuck you. We like it because like it makes us money and like he makes us money. So like, and you don't make us money. <laughs> so like. <laughs> which is it? Which, whoa, for the record, in Neil's defense is not true. All right. Probably, Neil's topmost song on his Spotify profile it has nine million eight hundred and thirteen thousand streams, to be exact. I mean, yeah, nine million eight hundred thirteen thousand eight hundred sixty-one. I mean, nine million eight hundred thirteen eight hundred sixty-one thousand streams. You are so autistic sometimes. Like <laughs> you didn't have to read that whole number. You could have just know, said nine I was, million. I was being exact. <laughs> anyways, or nine and a half million, whichever. Like, anyways, stop making yeah. fun of me. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, Spot. When is he streaming? Pretty um, hard, so he doesn't exactly make them nothing. No, he doesn't make them nothing. But like Joe Rogan gets like almost two hundred million streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm aware. So they was like, hmm. but no, that's not fair. Like he does do like no, no, those are numbers. high streams. Those You're are making high them, as fuck numbers. Like we were, anybody would death. be lucky to have those fucking yeah, numbers. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you serious? It's just fucking like wild to me that a company out loud would say the. The quiet part out loud. Not even like, try to go like we. You no, here's how you could. You could have. You could have pivoted. Really, you could have been like, "All right, we understand your concerns, but yes. you have to understand we have a relationship with Joe Rogan that we fostered, or something sweet." It's yeah, like something it's bullshitty. like they went into that public relations meme. It was like, "Yo, so Neil Young, so I have a speech you can write up," and the exec was like, "Fuck that speech." <laughs> Who the fuck does Neil Young think he is? Yes, I mean, I got. I have a message to send. Uh, so we we think you should calm down. No. No, motherfucker. Yeah, we like that shit, Neil. What you gonna do about it with your nine million streams? He's like three hundred million streams a month. Eat my dick. Like it's All like right. <laughs> gonna complain about me. I gave you everything you are, motherfucker. Yeah, like <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> bro, like for real, bro. Like, damn, man. Not even try. That is crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't even try to like you could have used the moment to even speak to Joe Rogan and be like, Yeah, it is true that Joe Rogan has been doing that. We would ask him, you know, to to maybe change a few things so we don't want to per se be spreading misinformation. No, not at all. Nope. Like not even a try. And they that, didn't even that say is crazy. like Joe Rogan's views do not reflect Spotify or shit. They Bro. just said, nah, fuck you, Neil Young. Like, yeah. like damn. Fuck Mind you. He's an old school you know, artist, so it's even more like tacky. They, out loud they said fuck you, Neil Young, but like quietly they kind of said fuck all of us too because yeah. like we're the ones they're spreading the information the misinformation the bad information to we're the ones that like have to deal with like anti-maskers anti-vaxxers and all these other people that you, they're just like boosting up every day like we're the ones that are, like have to deal with people who like prolong the pandemic because of people like joe rogan and they just said, fuck y'all, because we are making cash. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're like, do you know, they're like, do you know what it feels like to be able to eat eight lobsters every night just because? Like, I'm like, I'm like no, I don't know. And it's like, that's because you're a broke bitch, Logan. And like, it's like, All right. <laughs> like, I ain't never had a yacht in my life. <laughs> you know yeah, I got two yachts now. I ain't giving this shit up. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Okay. All right. Wait, wait. Jokes. All right. On the other side, because I was talking about this earlier. Mm. So Spotify otherwise and with their podcast market, because, you know, it was originally it was originally music. But in the similar vein, like unless it's direct, like hate speech or something in line with that, like it is a free speech market and it's a podcast. Like I said, not 
It's not some peer-reviewed scientific study that has to give you that information. And even if it was, it's not like Spotify would care at this point. But the point is, like, it is it is his freedom of speech to say what he wants to say on his show. And on that level, they can't just take him off. But obviously, yeah, I get it. It is like, damn, Spotify, you're not even going to try. You're not even going to try to say something about what he's been doing. Here's what I have to say about the free speech thing. Is that this is, Spotify is, is not a publicly owned. They're not like... The U.S. government. Spotify is a privately owned. Wait, 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 wait. That, that is it. That freedom of speech doesn't just work for the government. I mean, enacted and enforced by the government. But if if a working body within the country is like, "Yo, I want to allow people to have this space," they still get to do that too. Yes, but because they're a private entity, they get to regulate speech on their platform. True, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have to if they feel the people they they are supporting or have on their platform should be able to say or if they agree with what they're saying. Yes, so if you want to say they agree but, with Joe Rogan, you could but, argue that. Yes, I could, but what you're describing isn't even a free speech argument. You're describing a business decision. Uh, because it has it. nothing to do with free speech, what you're describing. What you're describing is whether or not the entity itself just like I said, deems what the speech is acceptable because of their bottom line or whatever interest you might say, whatever interests they they think is beneficial to them or whatever their interests are. You know what I mean? So like free speech means that like I can say whatever I want and the government for whatever for all intents and purposes can't lock me up for it. You know, Depending like you can't on the become a, of course. yeah, like you can't say fire in a theater and blah, blah, blah. But right, like, right. like for all intents and purposes, you aren't supposed to be locked up by the government because you're like, fuck Trump or fuck Obama or fuck whoever or Biden or whoever. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's not how it's supposed to work in this country. But like the idea that like Spotify can't like that's like Spotify, even when they signed Joe Rogan said like had him like censor some of his older content like there are episodes yeah there are episodes of Didn't the joe that. rogan experience that are not on spotify for good reasons you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> so that's the thing so it's not like spotify doesn't know how to censor uh, content on its platform. It's just they didn't fucking want to and they felt like the misinformation was profitable to them. Goody for them. You know what I mean? That to me is fucking dangerous. It's like the, like, it's fucking insane to me. Not that a company would agree to that, but just yeah, that I'm they saying, would say it surprising. out fucking loud to like billions <laughs> I know, of people. That is the crazy part. Like, that's you didn't crazy. even try to take any sense. It's crazier that y'all don't, y'all ain't fucking mad about it. Like, you know? Like me, you, the audience, everybody, we're not as mad as we should be about the fact that Spotify, Spotify said, being fuck like, y'all, nah. choke on COVID. You know what I mean? Like, damn. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I guess that is valid. I, I'm not going to lie. That is valid. Spotify's Spotify like, let me like, get this jet ski while you're on a ventilator. You know what I mean? All right, like, like, God damn. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> sorry. Less of y'all. Perhaps more money in space for me. Did I mention Yo. this yacht? Did I mention this yacht? If you're not on the beach, I could just I could just push that bitch. <laughs> I'm not even the type of person that believes like corporations should be like good people. I don't give a fuck. You know no, what I mean? It's not it's not about that like, still. It's just like I it's just think kind that of semantics. 
I well, think, not, I don't know if I'd say semantics, but like, yeah, it's the principle of it. It's just like, yo, the fuck. I think people. <laughs> Since when wanna... do you not give a fuck about we who created you? For real. Like Spotify wouldn't be anything without the consumer. It literally could not function. <laughs> literally, you run on streams. Bro, could not function worth a damn. But like, was literally just like, nah. You know what makes Neil nah. Young dumb though? Other than the lack of bargaining power, isn't this isn't this the main thing? This is it is the lack of bargaining power. But like, what makes him extra dumb is that like Jay Z left Spotify and Spotify didn't die. Like, if Jay Z could leave Spotify, <laughs> and, and the, like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, <laughs> oh, I just bro. been thinking about that that whole time. Like, God dang! Like, like, they didn't say no after Hove, Neil. Come read on, read the room, Neil. Like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh, yo. I, anyway, oh, let's get God. out of here. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I know it was a weird show, but I think I think we got enough. This is the weirdest show, but I, I, this is actually uh, a great we did show. It. We fucking Yo, did we it. We fucking did it. We fucking did um, it. <laughs> Mitch, do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Let us have a very present, uplifting, and fulfilling Black History Month. All right. Because I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. I said it first, though. I know, but I'm I'm trying to join yeah, in solidarity with your blackness and my blackness. The fuck? And I'm pointing out I'm pointing out a typical problem within our community. Within Look the at that. community. <laughs> Look at that, man. Ain't I great? Yo, it's gonna be a great Black is, History Month. You got some bangers today, Let's bro. Yo, yo I don't want to open this shit. <laughs> yo, I was like, I need to carry today, maybe. So I'm gonna just pull everything out the hat. We're just like throwing the kitchen sink and everything. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the I'm type sorry. of meta show I've been dreaming up. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> bro, I just, yo, yo, listen. Our our greatest our greatest fucking feedback has been yo sounds so conversational. I will never let our fans down in that capacity ever. <laughs> I like the I like when they said we were vulnerable. I like that because we are very transparent. Yeah, we are. Yeah. When when we get there, as we can get there, you know. Um. Yeah, I want to just echo the same sentiments as before. It's like you know, just uh, I don't want to say engage with the show. That's another one of those weird marketing buzzword <laughs> bullshit things. Just engage with the show. Engagement. Um. No, like. Put it in the comments section, you know, what you hate about the show. If I put a clip up, like, and you hear it, don't just like that shit. Like, like, listen to that shit and be like, nah, you wrong. Like, you know, I mean, like, or like, oh, yeah, I love that shit, you know, something. Like, say something, you know. If you see something, say something, Mitch. Um... <laughs> I just love that so much. I just love I seeing that around New York. That's my favorite like ad. If you see something, say something. Because you know why that's my favorite thing? Because nobody says shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. No... I didn't know you was a pro snitch. That's what I mean. Like nobody. Like, <laughs> like New Yorkers are so big on not snitching. That like they had to have an ad oh, campaign no. about see, it. You 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 asking you saying too many things. You saying too many positive things about snitching for me to trust you right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you from. Oh wait, I do know where you from. So I specifically need you to calm down with all this acceptance of snitching. 
Because, you know, I'm, saying, yeah. I'm from South Florida. We don't, we don't believe snitching either, you know what I'm saying? So I need you to calm this, this whole snitch mentality down real quick. <laughs> like, your little Takashi 6 9 ass down. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> we in Brooklyn right now. You best, you best get it right. I love Brooklyn, to be honest. Like I, Me too. And I would have loved the Upper West Side if like I didn't have to, you know, have a whole wild goose chase. It was weird. You know what? I got sent all the way up to the Upper West Side for a phone that wasn't there by my phone company. Yeah. I already said it earlier. I don't know why I said my phone company. But like when I passed by, like when I got off the train, the first building I passed by was Trump Tower. And that's when I should have known something was wrong in the universe. You know what I mean? Like that was when I should have known like there's there's like God is trying to tell me a sign that nigga you ain't getting that phone. You know what I mean? Like, Like... <laughs> like got off the train, was like saw the tower, should have been like, yep. No, nah, I'm just gonna go home. Fuck, I should have go home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, as always, um, you know what it is. I, I'm not gonna say that bullshit again. I'm never <laughs> like I'm never saying that again. I'm not gonna say it again. I'm not gonna say until it he again. says it in like a year or so. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I guess it might right. be like a, a you know, be like a six New, month New Year's thing resolution year. thing, you know. Like, hey, you remember when I didn't say that shit? Remember when I? All right, well, I gotta talk to y'all again because, like, you know, things ain't organically growing the way they should. Be, <laughs> yes. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys didn't uh, put the numbers in the engagement like I wanted it to. <laughs> like, so uh, and yeah, I'm using engagement this time. Yes, I'm yeah, using look what you've done to me. Again. Look what I've become. <laughs> look what I've become. <laughs> I just hate the way I've been. Co- Coming, I hate that whole marketing analytics type speech. Like, hey, I hate I sausage market. making in the show. Like, you know, like this. Mm. This is supposed to be a show where you like you entertain people. People supposed to learn something. They supposed to get something out of it, or they supposed to like have a fucking emotional reaction to it. All I want to know is what your emotional reaction is to the shit. You know, like if instead of like if you like the show or you hate the show, share the show with your friends. Like if you hate the show, just fucking tell me. You know what I mean? Like if you if you like the sh- you know what I mean? Like I hate when people like they they listen to some shit and they're like, oh, this is garbage. And then they just like never tell you. And then you got like five streams for that month. And you're like, what the hell happened? You know, that, that like we've never had like just five streams for a month, by the way. We've always been doing good. So it's just it's just fucking like that's always been my pet peeve is like, People say you're friends, you know what I'm saying? And then they yeah. won't tell you to your face, hey, the shit you're doing is garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would love if my friends told me, like, hey, I don't fuck with the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, like, but, you know, it's not garbage. I'm on it. So, like, No, I have some friends that'd be like, I'd be thinking about listening to your show, but nah. Like, you know, and I'm like, thank you for that feedback. I appreciate that. I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you heard the clips and you decided... No. <laughs> Sorry, this ain't for me, I don't think. Yeah, I don't I'm think. I move on with my life. Yeah. Best of luck to you though, Logan. Yeah, I love that. You know, I'll see I'll see you next Thanksgiving. All right. Um, I love y'all as always. Um, have a good night, have a good morning, have a good evening, have a good ride to work, have a good whatever you're doing uh while you're listening to uh the show. Just have a good one. Um go ahead and say bye to the people, Mitch. And I'm black, y'all. 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 And I'm black, 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 keeping it black because it's black and it's black. Because I'm keeping it black. Damn. Do it one more time.
and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all, hey. and I'm black, y'all, hey. and I'm black, y'all, hey. and I'm blackity black, hey. black, blackity black, yeah. black, blackity black, 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 y'all. That's right. That's the vibe. That's the vibe all month. Um, have a good damn first week of Black History Month. I'm your host, Logan. This is episode 36. Oh, yeah, and happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Um, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, Chinese that's coming up. Um, stay warm and stay peaceful. I'm your host, Logan, and this has been the Milk and Toast Podcast, and we out. See ya. Love.